welcome to On and Off the Pitch. It is a WSL review. The Conti Cup discussion begins right now. Hello and welcome to you. I'm joined by members of the Barmy Army, the double act, the dream team, the numero unos. I've built them up because they're going to get into a lot of trouble now. I'm joined by Mark and Deborah. How are you, Mark? Yeah, fine. Thanks, Rodney. And how are you, Deborah? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Rodney. Now that I've fixed your technical issues. Well, the brains of the operation got introduced at the very end, so you needed a big drum roll for that. So apologies, apologies for those who have tuned in a little bit. Uh, Deborah uh, was dealing with the gremlins within the machine, within the system, even let alone the machine. Um, I know we've already said how are you, but how's your week been? You know, generally, both of you, how's your week been? It's nice for us to actually spend some time together yeah. because um, last night was one of the more one of the more challenging aspects of following both uh, senior United teams, both men and women. Yeah, um, so I, I was at Old Trafford. Figured. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they take when they pay full price for the FA Cup, you kind of feel and you, you have to opt go. Out. You can't opt out. You kind of feel you have to go. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you know something? Obviously, you know I'm a season ticket holder and I couldn't go, so my ticket went to someone else. I do believe that's a scam, that, that no one has really picked up uh, what Manchester United do to their fan base. It is yeah. compulsory to buy an FA Cup ticket. It is yeah. compulsory to yeah. buy a, a Champions League ticket. They are fleecing fans. Yeah, fleecing. No, my, dad has, my dad has that issue. Um uh, uh, I, th I think it's one of the things that I think we just accept it. We just accept it. I've been doing it that long now. For me, anyway, for me, uh, anyway, every time there's a cup draw, I just want an away game because they don't take they don't take the money out of the account. I don't have to think about going to it unless I, I really want to go. Um, but it's part of being a football fan, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. I, I know. I, I, let's 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 get this clear. We've just diverted a little bit into the men's game. We don't want to do that, but I have to concur with you. We we, we should actually have a conversation about, about that another time yeah. and then put it out there because it's something that really needs, for me, it really needs to be discussed. Before we uh, go into the, the, the Conti Cup yeah. Invisible Glory, I'm going to do a shout out to fellow uh, Barmy Army member, uh, Numero Uno, Natalie Burrell. Uh, she's in the comments already with a simple yo. So yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, KK. yo, to you, Natalie, and uh, big up, enough respect. She'll love that. She'll love it. Uh, right, okay, I was at home, I was watching the TV, but what I will say, I really, 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 really wanted to watch the Conti Cup on television, on BBC iPlayer, on uh, YouTube, any game. I didn't care which game it was. Didn't care. I just wanted to watch the women's game and support the women's game and talk about the women's game. And I was forbidden to, even the word, hindered, prohibited, because the, the powers that be did not have the foresight to show it to the general public because there was another game on television. Now, I could rant and rave about this for a long, long time. But I want to know from your point of view, what was it like? Obviously, Mark, you were at, at Old Trafford, but Deborah, you went to the game. Yeah. Um, were you disappointed with it not being televised? 
and did the fact that it wasn't televised impact on the atmosphere in the ground? Can I go first? Yeah. Well, means Deborah. You Deborah. Mark, you wait your turn. Deborah. Is it gender neutral. Um, okay. Um, I've, I've probably forgotten what you've asked me. There, well, so no. Got... You, you went to the game. Yes. Right. In terms of the yeah. crowd was down. That's yeah. the first thing to say. So the crowd was, was down. When, um, when the replay was confirmed, we got an email to say that the replay would be held on the Tuesday. Right. So for us, win-win. We were going to go and watch the men on the Tuesday, go to the women on the Wednesday. And that was the best scenario we could have. They then obviously changed it so that the men played on the Wednesday. The women were always set for the Wednesday. That obviously then means that MUTV will prioritise the men and they ran um, radio commentary of the men, as they will for every first team game. And the only thing they put together for the women was a half-hour highlights package, not even a full run through the game, actually, um, that was only shown this evening. So full, nearly, well, 23 hours after kickoff, that's the first time they've shown anything about the game. So it's frustrating, but it's also symptomatic of a competition that has had the draw carried out almost in secret on the radio. Yeah. So, how much importance can you place on something when we actually can't even vet the draw? We can't see whether it's genuinely happening. And I know we've had it with the FA Cup as well, but this is the, 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 the difficulty of wanting to grow the game, but still keeping it small. And that's, it feels like a bit of a battle. There's people talking a good game, but you couldn't watch. We've got the FA player. There's a tab for the Conti Cup. Yeah. But they don't show anything. Now, there might be rights issues with that. But if nobody's showing any of the quarters, surely at least one of those games could have been on last night. Or stagger them. Have them on different nights if possible. Uh, Right. I I, I mean, I've got something to say on that, definitely. Mark, what do you think about this in, in terms of, you know, you go to the women's game as well. Yeah. Was it an um, issue for you? Yeah, no, it was. I mean, as Deborah said, when United, the, the, the men's the first team drew with Wolves away, half an hour, 45 minutes later, most, I mean, I didn't get the email. Deborah got the email saying that the replay, she said, will be on the Tuesday. So my understanding was, and it was on the Sky uh, program guide, that um, while the game was on the Tuesday, MUTV was showing the game last night live. Um, I think the game should be shown. To United's credit, last night, um, on the radio commentary, and um, at Old Trafford, as you know, Rodney, when you're going down into the concourses, they've got the TVs around the concourse. Um, They were going between the games. So when United's women scored the first goal, they went over to the live commentary of the game. Only commentary. Only com- and the, the show, the goal delayed, but obviously we were just about to to kick off. No, but I'm saying, did they? Sh- if they showed it, they didn't need necessarily the commentary. No, they showed. They showed. They, they went over to Lee. Yeah. They showed the goal. Yeah. And then the, the commentary. They had the commentary and the goal. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So United was showing it live. Well. Recording live, it. Yeah. Yeah. As live as at Old Trafford last night. 
It's oh. really strange, actually. I mean, just listening to that alone, what you've explained, if they have the foresight to be there and record it and commentate yeah. on it, then yeah. surely someone is doing that at, at the other quarterfinals and they too should have been able to to share that content with fans. Fans who have been, and, and let's be clear, we have tried to talk up the women's game consistently uh, between ourselves, with other fans, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We, there yeah. is an ongoing conversation about trying to grow the women's game. Yeah. And, and access is key. And when you keep... When you keep content like that behind a closed, not not even so much a secret door, a closed door, yeah. then what I do you like, expect fans to do? Yeah, and no, I think was it last year in the was it the quarterfinals or was it the semis where the they were showing it live on Facebook? Ah, yeah, that rings a bell. I think the first semi final was the semis. Um, it was Chelsea City, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that because BT picked up the United Arsenal yeah. game. Um, I think maybe it was both of them, but I certainly think that the first one, the Chelsea City game, would have been on Facebook. Mm. Um, but then, sorry, what's the legal age supposedly to have a Facebook account? A anyway. Um, you get me that one. Yeah. Uh, for me, United are probably a different prospect in terms of output because we've got the in-house channel. Whereas there may not have been a reason for any other team to record the game for broadcast purposes. Right. No, uh, I, I like what you said, right? And, and and there's a comment from David. You know David. Uh, hello, David. Um, David. <laughs> David says, I don't have an issue with it, he says, in terms of it not being televised. I've had it for years, watching the academy and reserves. If you're desperate to see a game, you yeah. prioritise and attend the one you want to go to. And I understand what David's saying, but there are two there are two elements to David's um, point. One is that, you know, uh, as, as everyone who is a fan, you have to strike a football stroke life balance. Yes, right? absolutely. And you have priorities as a, a carer, a parent, an adult, a brother, whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have to think about the financial aspect and then if you do have responsibilities and you're able to sit with your loved ones, your partner at home and watch the game in their company, then you should be given the opportunity or at the very least, they should provide you with the opportunity to do that. So I understand what David's saying in terms of the academy. The differences with the academy and the women's game is that they tend to televise the academy games when they want to. What I'm trying to get across, this isn't just about a Manchester United point of view. This is about the women's game overall. This is about growing the game and it not being held behind a, a, a gated community where fans are then told, well, if you want it, you'll have to pay for it. And then you have to pay for it through individual channels. I don't want Manchester United women's football to be behind MUTV. I want it on the FA player. That is what I want. They are part of the Women's Super League. The Conti Cup is part of that branch of football. It is not um, an, an owned entity by Manchester United. I've seen what they've done in terms of putting um, content of football behind the MUTV pay gate, which is available on, on, on um, uh, Virgin and Sky and things like that. And they're making fans pay out of their pocket more money to watch the thing that they say they support. 
if the individuals at the FA, the women's FA, have anything about them, they need to make sure that the semi-finals are televised. Whether you don't have the rights yeah. to televise it, put it on YouTube and live stream it. Yeah, I, I, I think... Sorry, I think... Yeah. I, I think, I, I think the, the, the problem is, is that as football fans, the three of us, we're used to having every game on Sky or BT Sport or Amazon right now. So we're, we're kind of... Every market has been saturated with, with football. With the Conti Cup especially, I don't think there's an agreement in place between any of the TV companies until the semi-finals. Because I know BT uh, are picking up... Sorry, no, because didn't somebody show the Derby? Yeah, MUTV. Is it only MUTV? Yeah. Okay. Um, Again, pay gate. Yeah, I think there's an agreement, only an agreement in place to show the semi-finals and the final. I don't think there's any agreement in place between BBC and BT to show any of any of the, the group, none of the group games anyway. Um, that I think of. So I think from, from my point of view, MUTV and... But BT showed last year. Mm-hmm, they did. Game. They showed the first ever game. That was it. But that but means they no, have the rights. But there was no men's football, was there yet? So it's a stopgap. Yeah. In other words, I. This, this is this is a, one. It's a very difficult issue to talk about in the sense that because we're not fully, we don't fully have all of the information available yeah, because right. the, because yeah. they haven't provided us with the detail. The crux of it is everyone's got the FL, FA player. You click on the link. If yeah. I go to the link right now, it's going to show me highlights from August. This is 2020. Yeah. yeah. Rodney, I'm going to say this in as diplomatic a way as I can. Don, hold, this is an adult show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe... Hang on, let me try and word this. <laughs> I No, okay. I think, I know the game could be marketed better. And I believe sometimes that the way the game is being managed isn't always pushing it forwards the way it could be. And I have to be very careful because a lot of my knowledge is very recent. Mm -hmm. And people will tell me, oh, it has changed. Oh, it's different. It's better. But I think we've come at this with an expectation of, not so much saturating the market, but availability. Yeah. And a professionalism that at times is really lacking. And if that means I'm slandering, then my apologies. But um, I don't see... Look, we've had two games postponed already this year. Yeah. And both of those games were postponed due to pitches not being able to respond to the weather. And we're fortunate that we play at a ground where... It's going. To, games are going to go ahead. City are probably in the same position. It may not be the other Super League teams. The yeah. infrastructure is still lacking. You want to call this a Super League, but it's a. In some ways, we're still using second division equipment. Some of the grounds we went to last year. Some of the grounds we've been to this year. Yeah. This is a Super League in name. But it's not managed. It's not supported. The infrastructure is still not adequate. And I get angry, if any reason, because I think they're underselling the fans and the players. 
and I think that you've got players out there who are doing an incredible an incredible job. You've got staff out there, managers, coaches doing an incredible job with these teams, and they're kept small, either through intention or mismanagement or lack of opportunity. The the opportunity to push the game is there. We've just come off a well, not just come off. We came off a World Cup where the viewing figures for England games were through the roof. We then had a sellout at Wembley. Yeah. How many of the, I know it's January, it's not great weather. How many of those people that turned up to the England game are going to club games week in, week out? And where is it? Where is it in the media? Get these games out there. There's no backup. It, it feels as if it's being expected to run itself by by mistake almost. Yeah. Almost by proxy that I don't really have to do anything. The game will manage itself. The game will publicise itself. It won't. Yeah. I had a similar conversation with somebody about, and I'm going back a while ago now, about 20 years, at a time when um, I was having a conversation at Wimbledon with somebody and we were talking about how at, the t at that time, the women's game was probably more high profile. But you had the WTA, their governing body, complaining that, oh, the players don't do this, the players don't publicise it. They were blaming the players for not pushing the game forward. Yeah. When actually it's the governing body's move to say, we will still be here in 20 years when these players have retired. We've got to push it forward. We've got to get it out there. And we've got to get to a point where we're looking at equal exposure. The prize money, I think, is 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 almost the last conversation. But we need to look at equal exposure. We need to get it out there. We've got BBC. have got the football show, the women's football show, but it's what, half an hour once a week. Yeah. People don't know to look for it. But you put a game on live. I guarantee there've been people watching it last night. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the point that we're, we're trying to get to, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, go on, bail me out here. Uh, 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 I, I think there's two different subjects. Is the game growing the way we would like it, the way you would like it? Probably not. Um, is it being marketed well enough? Again, probably not. Um, but when you go to some of the bigger grounds, and we've noticed this recently, on if you ever watch a Tottenham home game, mm. that on, on their billboards around the yeah. ground, they they promote the women's game, mm. their, their next game. They promote it. I know at Old Trafford, Alan Keegan, he, he always reads out the fixtures and where the next games are. And it's on the board. And it's, it, it's it. on the board. So I know United, from our point of view, and I've seen it at Tottenham on the billboards when I've watched their games, they're promoting the game as as best they can. Um, there's leaflets being handed out at Old Trafford. There's, you know, United are marketing the women's game as, you know, right now they're marketing it. That's probably more than some teams. Yeah, completely. It's more than some. Yeah. No, I will say that. I think I think United do support their team better than certain other Super League clubs. Um, no names but, need to be mentioned on that one. Oh, Mark's just breaking the house. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go back to an old argument there. But 
it needs look until this year whoever won the championship the super league the title didn't get a single penny that to me feels ridiculous only now that there's a sponsor only now that barkers are involved but you just feel if somebody like sky got involved or or, or some organization to just pick it up and run with it you could have a really, really good product here. Yeah, there, I, there is something, but it's gonna, it's not gonna, it's not going to survive on its own. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it's someone other than Sky. I'm not saying Sky would do a bad job. I yeah. just think I'm, I, I, I believe uh, uh, Sky have had their day uh, in terms of promoting and creating the Premier League. They've squeezed it for as as much as they can possibly squeeze it, and and for some fans, they're probably looking. Uh, for a, a different platform to absorb their football from. Um, yeah. what, I, what I will say, I'm going to go to the comments. Um, uh, uh, Nat is saying that the streams uh, are coming and going. Apologies for that, uh, for those who are experiencing slight difficulty with that. Um, what can I say? Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi issues. Uh, Shane has said Conti Cup Championship or Conti Cup involves championship teams that play at grounds which don't necessarily have the ability for broadcasters to broadcast. Yeah. Separate issue and no reason why uh, the Women's Super League versus Women's Super League games couldn't be uh, televised, I believe he's going to say. And he said uh, Deb is spot on. So he agrees with you there, uh, Deborah. I'm not sure okay. that anyone it, anyone actually doesn't agree with you, to be, to be honest. Uh, yeah. you, you know, before we go on and talk a little bit about Manchester United's win, you, you know, for me... Uh, the the fans are doing, or the fans are actually trying their their level best to promote the game, and and when you you, you know that the fixtures are taking place, and and you 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 have a Twitter conversation with with your own set of fans, with different fans, and you're retweeting other teams' content because you want their content to grow as well as yours, and you you, you want there to be an awareness around the social media that, that gets people involved and they can see that there's this thing that's this happening. You know, I struggle to understand how that with so many different uh, platforms available yeah. to, to stream, this is the thing that's really annoying that so many, so many things that are um, available that, that, that uh, you could not, you couldn't stream it on, on, I say YouTube or whatever yeah. it is. And, and, yeah. And, and that for me is is really really difficult to get my head around and 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 accept really you what, know in this what, modern world that we're talking about what I will say is last night is the exact last night was was for me was great because you 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 were with me no <laughs> I was finding, obviously I I was obviously I obviously I follow the Barney Army on Twitter but that we do a live in-match commentary. So yeah, yeah. I knew exactly what was going on at Lee from Old Trafford. I didn't have to really watch it because we were, you know, the Barmy Army, uh, I think it was Ian last night or, or if it was Shane, whoever, yeah, was was, whoever was doing it last night, they were keeping they were keeping me and all of the Barmy Army followers yeah. back up to date of what was going on. So I knew Brighton had missed the penalty Um I knew there was a penalty given in the last minute or so. So you're talking about all those platforms. I mean, if, obviously we don't have the rights to film it, and yeah. if we did, that'd be that'd be great. Oh, yeah. But last night, the, the the second best thing 
you know, for anyone else who couldn't watch the game live, was at least, you know, as a group of fans, we were giving out live commentary, so to speak, of what was going on. And Although the United account itself was active, but they tend to only um, do goals, put out goals um, subs, I think. I'm not sure about that. Start of halves, full yeah. time, that kind of thing. Whereas there's the, the, the slightly more detail in, in some of the stuff that Ian put out last night, but also that Shane um, puts out as well when, when they take their turns to, to do that feed, which, which is really useful. And I think last night yeah. was the only way some people could actually keep up. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I, I, I believe I actually tweeted Barney Armin to find out what was happening. Uh, yeah. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, We're there. Let, let's leave. Let's leave our little uh, Conti Cup Invisible Glory rant for a moment. Um, the game itself for Manchester United women. Um, comfortable win, Deborah? No. <laughs> um, I, I've got one more question for you. Okay, uh, sorry. Uh, pretty football, was it? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, expand? I, I think... We, we did... I'm going to treat it as an isolated match, so I'm not going to think about the Bristol game the other week. I'm not going to think about anything that's gone before. There's an edge that's missing at the moment. And I don't mm. know what it is, but we played better last night, I think, than we had played in certain previous matches. Um, I think there was a bit more, a bit more intensity, it looked like. But mm. there's still something that's just dropped off from where we were maybe October, November time. Mm. And the difficulty is we've got, we've got some players who are better than I think they know they are. And we've seen them play better and we know what they're capable of, but it just feels like there's a bit of a collective dip, whether it's in confidence, I don't know, but they did the job last night. I think against a better team, we might've struggled. I don't think Brighton really offered that much. Mm. Um, but I think we're missing a bit of a killer edge at the moment. And, Sometimes you've got to grind out the results. And yep. I, I, I think I turned to Shane with about five minutes to go. And I said, they're, they're going to they're gonna make us work for this. Make us work for this, as in, we, they're going to put us through this. Um, I was confident we were still going to win, even at 2-1. Because I couldn't, unless they were going to start getting more penalties, I couldn't see what they were creating. Yeah. And we still looked like we could maybe have got another goal. Um, but... We, we, we were hanging on, but we were still the better team. It's, so, just, it's so funny to hear you say that hanging on uh, against Brighton, who posed no threat. <laughs> in terms of, I don't think, we couldn't, I, very early on in the first half, I said to somebody, I said, we've got to kill this game off. Because you, we had chance after chance after chance. And when you get those kinds of games where you don't capitalise, you almost know what's coming. So we were hanging on in terms of we just made it difficult for ourselves. We just invited a bit of pressure, but thankfully they, they didn't have a lot to offer, I don't think. Yeah. 
Um, a better team might have put us under more pressure. Um, it was a better performance than previous, but I think they just need to be a, a bit more intensity sometimes. It looked better at times last night, certainly at times in the first half. Yeah, it's a lot better. Yeah, I mean, I'm Mark. Obviously, you watched the highlights, right? Did you yeah. did you get that from what you could see on any TV? Yeah, I mean, it, it it's um, from what I could see, I thought you know United. Obviously, the highlights were biased towards United's attack. But of course, um, I don't think they were. I think they were genuine. Uh, <laughs> in the first half, in the first half, there was very little. The odd chance, but there was very little on offer. One of the, one of the conversations that Debs and I have, and we all have as a group, sometimes is is the formation that Casey plays, um, and we've we've also had this discussion. Um, f- f- I think you and I would both agree that yeah. Lauren James is probably your star player. Yeah. You know, Katie's your captain, so she's going to play. Hayley Ladd's your enforcer, so she's going to play. And then you've got your defence of Millie Turner's going to play, Abby's going to play, and then you've got your choice of your, your full-backs. But from the highlights that I saw last night, uh, I thought Katie, Katie was pinging balls all over the pitch. She was opening up the play. And you and I have had this discussion before. I thought the best player on that pitch last night from the highlights mm. was Jess. Yeah. And... One of the conversations that, that I always say is that if you've got a number nine, a number nine who can open up, you know, run at the defenders like Jess can, then she should play more. And I think Jess brings that intensity and also that that little bit of fight, that little bit of, you know, I'm not saying a, a dirty player, but, you know, Mark Hughes, as, as an example, Mark Hughes, very early on in, in a game, he used to, the ever so gently stick one on the centre back he was up against just let, to let him know he was let around. them know yeah, I'm here yeah and that's what Jess does and I think we're a different team when Jess plays yeah uh, I think she, the, pace she, the, the pace changes she can run past defenders but she can also come short and you know she can also play on on the right um, for me Jess is Jess was the star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, be, to be honest, I wouldn't. Uh, when I saw the lineup, I, I, I would have assumed straight away, obviously, because I, I didn't see the game live, that she would have actually added something totally different to what was available previously. Yeah. You know, when I've seen her play, um, a, apart from the 100% committed, there's something special about the way that she approaches the game. Yeah. You know, she's she she is what you would call an unconventional striker, but a conventional striker. She knows when to change. She yes. knows she knows when to switch from being an unconventional striker to conventional to get... Do you, do you understand? Some yeah, people yeah. are either, you're either in one column or the yeah. other, but she can go between the two. And I'm surprised that Casey has not used her more um, during this season. I mean, it, it for me, I'm not surprised that she hasn't gone out on loan. Because what I've, I've noticed in this transfer window, players who have not played enough have, have, have taken the opportunity to go and play at teams that are a lot, a lot less favourable. Some would look down on them even, you know, a little bit of snobbery. Some players have taken the leap and said, I want to play football because I'm not getting football here. 
so I'm, I'm glad that Jess was playing. I'm glad that she was the standout player. I'm not surprised she was the standout player. But when it comes to teams like Brighton, you say that there was nothing, there was no spark, there was no energy. You know, there are tougher, there are tougher games to come in, in, yeah. in the Conti Cup and in the WSL. Yeah, I, I think one of the, the, the main talking points that we've always said is what is Casey's best starting eleven? Because you know we we mentioned you know you know we're not we never mentioned Leah. She didn't play last night. She would always start on the left. Yeah. The, the the there's so many good players in that team that you can't fit them all in in as you would say a conventional formation. Four one three one one. Four one three one one. Yeah, you could do that. That's right. Um, in because, my mind, it works. Yeah, no, because you know, Craney and I, we have this conversation on a on a, you know that Jess should start through the middle instead of on the right, but Casey likes to play Lauren through the middle, which I, you know, Lauren Lauren's great, she is our star player, but sometimes she she gets she wants to go past you know five or six players, whereas Jess she can go past those five or six players, and we can we can play a different way. Mm. Um, and there's a pace. Yeah. With Lauren, it sometimes slows down, and I think with Jess, she'll run. She'll get. She almost drags everybody else with her. Mm. You see that, and you okay, right? We'll, we'll go with her. We're inspired by that. Yeah. Um, just the amount of effort she puts in. Yeah. Just watching her as a fan, you love to watch a player put that effort in. Yeah. You can really get behind that, and just just. Seeing what it means to them as a fan, that that motivates you to to support that bit more. It's it's. I mean, both of the players I like. I like Lauren a lot. I like Jess. Yeah. To yeah. be honest, there's there's not a player that I'm going to go out of my way and say I don't like in the Man United women's team. Uh -huh. It's it's difficult when we talk about the formation that the formation yeah. hasn't changed or the personnel in terms of where they've. I, I believe the only person who's actually moved position. Is probably Martha Harris from right back to left back. Amy too. Amy. Amy. Yeah. Amy's playing right back a lot. No, but what I'm saying initially, Amy didn't um, get yeah. into the squad. Martha did. Then she went to. She played the game at right back. Then she went to left back. Then she stayed yeah. in. In terms of changing positions within this season, yeah, Amy right. Turner's actually come in and stayed at right back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Played, so, yeah. played centre back last night, and then well, yeah, top yeah, considering. Considering the the, the diminished threat um, risk from Brighton, I'm not surprised, uh, to be honest. Um, Manchester United win. McManus gets a goal. Happy that Jane Ross gets her goal. I believe she needs it. She needs. She, she's a confidence player. She needs to score goals. I would, I'm hoping that she gets to score a goal in in the um the, in the weekend game coming up. But I want to quickly go through the results of the other quarter-finalists, they were nice. Chelsea, and in fact, no, I'll start with Arsenal, who had a very difficult game against uh, Reading, right? Uh, and uh, they only scored by, scored one goal, which showed that Reading, as a WSL team, gave them a, a bit of a scare, so it was a very difficult game for them. Nobs got that goal. Manchester City, 4-0 um, against Sheffield United, and I know that uh, Nat, who's uh, in the comments, and a few others have been down to to see the Sheffield United crew, who now have Molly Green in their midst. 
Yes. Yes. Um, and I'm da- I'm pleased for Molly. I do like Molly. I hope she does well down there. Um, they were on a, on 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 a beating from Manchester City, who uh, I have watched so far this year. And and Bremer is a really good striker. I've seen her play with Ellen White, and both of them terrorise centre backs together, which is something we've talked about when we talk about formation that a team is prepared to play two up top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Man City are like basically saying we've got two really good strikers and we're yeah. playing them at the same time. So you've got to be on your best best behaviour. Yeah. Uh, and Chelsea, who have a slightly different formation, usually play with one up top. They scored three against Aston Villa, who are in the championship, but are top of the championship and, and lead the championship by six points. So they'll definitely, if they continue their form, they'll be in the, the Women's Super League next year. You know, so the semi-finals are in the house. City, Chelsea. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's not preclude and assume anything yet. Those warm balls haven't been selected yet, Deborah. But you know okay. what I'm saying. Manchester City are in the hat. Manchester United are in the hat. Arsenal are in the hat. Chelsea are in the hat. If you were talking about men's football, you'd be assuming it's the usual, the usual suspects that are all it, it, vying for a, a cup win. Um, but in, in the women's game, it's the, these teams. Manchester United have to, in my opinion, be looking at that and thinking if we can get past someone in the semi-final, we'll be very, very lucky. Because I've watched Chelsea this season and I've watched Manchester City this season. I've been to the Hive to watch Manchester City dispatch Spurs. And then I went to uh, Kings Meadow recently to watch uh, Chelsea dispatch Bristol. Um, these two teams mean business. They they do they really do mean business. So Manchester United women who are in the league, because of the games they've not been able to play, are on fifteen points. And the other teams, because they have momentum and they've won the games that they've been able to play, have a very sizable gap. So when you look at a gap in a league, and you think we have to overcome that, the pressure is on. Because you know you have to win, which means that you have to be focused all the time and you cannot afford to make mistakes. And going by what you said, Deborah, that there were elements in the game where there were mistakes in Brighton. Did How many penalty chances did they have in that game? Well, they were awarded two. Exactly. They should have scored the first one. It was a poor penalty. Yeah, poor. So if you're, if you're offering up chances to Brighton yeah. where you get penalties... Can you imagine, or you're hoping that you cannot imagine, the kind of chances that the top three teams will take? Um, I am... I'm going to jump in and play devil's advocate. Go ahead. And I'm also going to say Kim Little scored for Arsenal. No. <laughs> okay. Last year when we were a championship team, yeah, we played Arsenal at Boreham Wood. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to suggest for a minute that... 2-1 was actually a, a fair reflection of the game because I think they could have been out of sight. However, it's not about necessarily what happens. It, it, it's not necessarily about yeah. the, the, the way the game goes. It's the, it's the score. It's the score. And you can, you know, we've seen the men's team dominate matches, dominate possession, but not have anything to show for it. So when we were a championship side, we went to Boreham Wood and we narrowly lost to Arsenal. So, in terms of stepping it up on the day, 
that can always happen in sport. That's 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 the beauty of sport. So yes, in terms of if you look at the league positioning, the big three, yeah, and then us. But why not on the day? Yeah, I, I'm 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 not saying I disagree. I'm not I saying I disagree. That could be massive for us. But yeah, we will always go into any game against any of those teams as the underdog. Yeah. Right now, we will be the underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying on the day. I do, I do totally agree with you. It's just, we've talked about formation and we have concerns. Uh, the lack of team rotation, which we've actually discussed before. Players, uh, I mean, even tonight, um, before we went on, uh, went live, uh, I've seen people crying out for, for Casey to buy a striker um, on the Twitter feed, how serious the claims are, you know, because of what's happening elsewhere. And yeah. I can see uh, Natalie's comment, if we find that right now, Hayley Rosser, Hayley Rasser, World Cup star, uh, apparently, this is what Natalie's saying, apparently, offered to Manchester United, uh, we turned it down, or so I say we, apologies, Manchester United turned it down, clarify that, I'm not part of the staff, and she's <laughs> now on her way to Everton. Uh, Everton probably have a greater need, to be fair. I, I think for United, scoring goals is, we've got enough players who can score the goals, it's just the fact that we're not Scoring goal, if you know what I mean, we're not. We've got the potential. We've got the potential. They're just not doing it for whatever reason, whether it's tinkering of the formation or, or whatever we've said. Um, I don't necessarily think we need another striker. I think, as you said and rightly so, Jane Ross is a confidence player. A confidence she player. Four, four goals. Yeah. That she's only scored four goals and, and she's played bit parts. Um. So I don't think we need to. I think I don't think we need to another striker. I think there was players who need game time more than we need to. You know, Ella Toon. I, I think she needs to play probably more than she does. Uh, Jane Ross is coming on for maybe ten minutes at the end. Um, so I, I know Casey. She's you know she's swapped the uh, team around in all the Conti Cup games. So she's trying to play the squad, uh, but. In the semi-final, I think she'll go back to her start strongest eleven. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. It doesn't matter who the team is in the semi-final. We know the lot. We could actually predict the lineup right now. Barring injuries. Barring injury, yeah. probably. Yeah, we we could predict that's, it right now. Such a bad thing. I don't. You know, if you've got a settled eleven, then you should play it. You shouldn't tinker with it unless you you get injuries. Or you think you could improve it. Oh, mm. oh! See, see no. the devil advocate of you there, Deborah. Just you no, just threw no, that right in. No, but it's it's a fair point. But threw, threw that right in. It's a fair, you know. It, it's um. I I think we know what the eleven is, but Dude. I think there could be a couple of changes to improve it in terms of how players are playing right now. Okay. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of how much we haven't covered, so I want to actually go on. Uh, there's a couple yep. of comments that I need to, to clear up. People are challenging my, my, my conviction, my allegiances even. Um, Can uh, I just ask a quick question, Rodney? 
uh, if you must. Sorry, I know you mentioned you've been to Ch you've been to Chelsea. That's you've been right. To you've been to Spurs. That's right. Here uh, it comes. Here it comes, everyone. Wait for it. Wait for it. Come on. <laughs> Sound the alarm. Five minutes and I've not said about your season ticket. You watch Chelsea more than United. <laughs> oh, the slander. I need a solicitor. Does anyone know a good legal brief? Yeah, my sister-in-law. But yeah. anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Um, hit me up on Twitter, peeps. <laughs> well, look. Do you know something? I'm going to be... Let me get to this comment. What? Just... Right, uh, Natalie says, uh, Jess is a legend. We do believe Jess is a legend. You're a legend, Natalie. Yeah. Uh, Ricky says, hi, guys. Love the coverage of the WSL in England. Thank you, Ricky. I'm not sure where Ricky's from, but obviously he's not from the UK. So he's saying hello to us. And I'm, I'm glad you've been able to join in on our little conversation. Please come back. Uh, Shane, is this, this is where I, I'm defending myself. Is that when you went to watch your favourite team called Tottenham, Rodney? <laughs> Jewel at dawn, sir, I say. How dare you besmirch my good name? Um, let's just say, listen, right, right, we've gone off topic a little bit. I'm going to say this. How many times have you guys, not you, Deborah, because I'm not necessarily you, have, but the Miami Army crew have gone to Sheffield to watch Sheffield play? Yeah. Never when it clashed with the uh, women's game. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. We've never. I've never. I've oh, been. Yeah. You've I been. Watch, I went to watch Blackburn Sheffield because there was no uh, United women's game. There was no women's game on. Yeah, we. As far as I'm aware, one. There one. was only one incident where two members of the Barmy Army. Three. Three. Left at half time. Oh, the chief. No names are mentioned in this um, this yeah. program. <laughs> yeah, all of the people um, involved are actors. I mean, come on! I mean, that that's 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 pretty poor as well. Leaving the leaving United at half time to go. To, anyway, that's the only time when I just like to wind up. See, that's the only time when somebody has chosen yeah. Sheffield United or a another. Women's team, if I'm not mistaken, that's the, over, that's... The, uh, over Manchester United women, and that has probably caused <laughs> sleepless nights for that individual as well. Yeah, no, I think they slept okay. I bet they did. I bet. Actually, I will say this, um, and th this is a, a, another comment from Natalie. She says, "My guy is a Wassail fan neutral." And she's really, she's having a go now. She really is. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so yeah. No, no, no. I've got a point to make before you get to your question. This is the big thing. Everyone's loving this. Um, what's my point? No. Oh. Sheffield United is almost a subsidiarity of Manchester yeah. How many players do they have? Two. Well, two loanees. Yeah. But there's, way, there's also Naomi Hartley. Who's yeah. One, right, one okay. It's like little little Manchester down there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why you don't go down there. Don't give me a hard time. I know the brief. Right. To, um, to literally... Uh, You're you, choosing you... another team over. No, I'm not. I'm not. It is only a logistical issue that I have not been able to come up to the games because they kick off at 12 o'clock and you know how difficult it is for me to get from London into Manchester and then out of Manchester on a yeah. Sunday. I kind of heard a reason as to why that, but I'm not going to just dwell on that. I'm just going to ask, when... 
people what will this be able to be watched? I know this is live now. Can yeah. People, yeah. Who yeah, they will be able to watch it again. <laughs> At the beginning, can they listen to when we all discussed about? That's the choice you make as a football. I know it is. Better to go to <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a long time when you were Oh, you know when you're talking football, you say so much stuff, it just comes back to bite oh. you in the what's it. Yeah. Um, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> Manchester United, let's wrap this up. Manchester United's next fixture at home. Yes. Is against. Um, remind me, who's it against? Spurs. You're you one be, of your other teams. You're coming up. Wait, with that? Who are you? Which, are you? Which, which who are you side? Supporting? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? I'm 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 laughing so much for the simple reason. Um, obviously, that game is kicking off at twelve o'clock, so I will not be making the journey to watch the team I support, <laughs> Manchester United. But I am a women's Super League fan. So I'm yeah. trying to get as much. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see as much football as I possibly can, and go to games and increase the attendance. At, uh, at, at <laughs> listen, the, the comments that are coming in, they really are digging. They're having a dig. I they're can really imagine. Digging. They are having a dig. Um, right. I will. This is okay. Right. Let me go to the fixtures so that you actually um, understand. This is where I'm. I'm going to start laughing again because. You guys are going to be... You won't like me at all. So the next fixtures, Manchester United obviously play uh, Spurs at home. Uh, 12 o'clock kickoff. Uh, do, you, do you believe you'll win? Sorry, we're just reading the comments. I know the comments. I'm not even reading them. Shane says, man doesn't even know the fixtures list. Sorry, about fixtures. Ian's right though. Ian's right. First class don't first class don't need first class. Yeah, yeah. Apparently you're a first class man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm committed to United, me, whatever it takes to be there yep. as long as it's in a comfy seat. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> here we go again. Oh gosh. Sorry, you actually asked the question. I did. Right, what would the, what do you believe the score will be uh, when Manchester United face um, that other London team, Spurs? Your other London team. Um, well, no, wait for it. I, listen, I've got something to really dig a bigger hole than I'm already in, so well, wait for it. I'm really awful at, at score predictions, so I tend to avoid it. Tottenham have, been, Tottenham have improved since um, we last played them um, at the Hive. Um but I still think we would have enough quality in our team to beat them. I think it might be closer than the games have been. Um, so I'm going to go 3-1 to United. I think they'll score because they did. They have scored against us before. Yeah. But I think I think we'll we'll, we'll scrape past them three three one. I say scrape past them three. <laughs> well. Yeah, I'd like I think the performance will will step up. I think we've got to be careful of them. I think there's a bit of pride at stake. They are the other promoted team with us, but yeah. hopefully we'll all be everybody will be fired up, not yeah. standing out as Lego men, you know. So uh, women, <laughs> <The> Lego men, <laughs> uh, only if they're in the stands. Um, well, I'll say this: when I did go to watch them at the Hive and they faced City, uh, Manchester City literally did blow them away within the first 45 minutes. They could have been at least three up within the first five. So level. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, they've come up and they've, they've, you know, they've changed in terms of being, you know, semi-pro professional. It's, it's, they're still learning. I've seen the improvements. They're a good, they're a good outfit, but there's a lot of learning for them to do. So I, I too would predict a a Manchester United win, but they will pose a threat going forward if they get their act together. They will, and I I think one of the, the, the points that, you know, the, 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 you know, playing City, you know, City, as we've always said, City, Arsenal, Chelsea, they're the, the three teams that are, are the league above, you know, the, the, there's the top three. three and then there's everyone else. Yeah. Um, and when we, you know, we've, you know, we've got potentially, well, we are going to play one of them in the semi-final. And we've, when we've played City, Arsenal, Chelsea, we've only narrowly lost to them all. Yeah. Or beaten them. Or beaten them in the, in City's case. In City's case, we've beaten them. Um, so for Tottenham to lose four goals by them, I, I put us that little step. But I think we were playing better. Yeah. Than we had results against City and Arsenal, certainly at the beginning of the season. I think we were playing better. And I yeah. think them are better now. And I, I, I hope we'll step it up. I think after seeing them yesterday, I think there's a bit more coming out so yeah. yeah I also think that we've started the year you know we, we should have had three games we should yeah. have had three games we've only played yeah it's it's it that in itself is poor in terms of the games that have been called off it's it's not a reflection on the league just the, no. the, the, the just what happens when there is bad weather at this time of the year yeah but uh, also the infrastructure of some of those clubs that they're using grounds that are more susceptible to yeah weather yeah yeah, but there, there is that. Lee, and I, I guess the academy won't have that issue. No. No. You know, we the last game before the winter break yeah, the got, pos- game. got postponed. There was then the three-week winter break. Then we then played Bristol. We we didn't play well. We lost to them. And then we, the, the game against Liverpool was postponed. So all the other teams, they've come back after their winter break and as you've said, they've played games. Yeah, they've, they've, they've got, got they've got momentum now. They've got the momentum, they've got the, you know, back, get used to back playing to match pace again, whereas yeah. we're really, we're, we're, we're potentially a game behind everyone else. Yeah. And Spurs coming off a good win. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm going to quickly go through, you're really going to love what I'm going to say because this will just add fuel to the fire. Uh, the other fixtures, right? They are their key key clash. Um, Is this the one you're going to? Uh, well, no, hold your fire there, Deborah. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. Uh, Bristol City, obviously, after their beating, um, will face Liverpool. So that really is a six pointer. That that for both teams, they have to win that game. Um, I did a, a pod with um, Richard from the Bristol City Supporters Club. Richard, thank you. Um, really nice guy. Uh, and, you know, we had a good chat about that. So I know that yeah. this is a big game for them. And he really said kind things about the Barmy Army guys that looked after him. So so special shout out to you guys when you came up to the LSV. Really did appreciate it. So, you know, that's all about fan engagement and fans yeah. coming together. So that is, that is fantastic. The other fixture, obviously, West Ham play Brighton. So I'm, I'm going with a Brighton win. But this is the one that I'm going to say adds fuel to the fire that I'm already in. I am going to the next fixture. It's a biggie, isn't it? Miedemeyer versus Kerr. 
That's all I saw. And I thought, I can't get to Manchester. I have to be at this game. Arsenal versus Chelsea. I have to go. Fan of football. Hate me all you like. But I'm going. Don't hate you. Just question your motives. <laughs> I want to Listen, the two top strikers, the two top strikers in the Women's Super League, right? Head to head. This is it. This is like Rocky versus Apollo Creed. You don't miss moments like this. This is it. Top three teams doing battle. I don't deny for a minute, if I wasn't already going to watch my team, Manchester United, play, I may well be thinking, oh, yeah, I'll give that one a go. Of course you would. Um, you, anybody who's got an interest in the game would be interested, would want to watch that. No, no, draw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a board draw. Could you imagine? Well, look, I'm I'm excited to go to that. Look, Natalie, literally, she's coming along in the comments and she's cutting my legs off. Stop doing that with those comments. Stop it. What's Natalie saying? She's about saying you? she's rubbing. She's saying she's saying One What's word. That? That's all she's saying to me. And she's saying to me, come to the Derby. Yeah. Actually, the Derby's at the end of this month, 26? Yeah. That's the first one. Not sure I'm going to make that one, but I'm trying to get up for the Chelsea game. Sure, I'm going to make it's that. It's at 7 o'clock at night. What? Oh, what? what on... is, that, is that a midweek game? No, it's, it's a Sunday. Sunday. Ah, but there's a problem <sighs> because there's no first-class seats available <laughs> on the night train. <laughs> You just have to sit in cattle or just... Oh, these guys, they're killing me. They're killing me. Absolutely killing me. Look, we've, we've literally run to time. It, we were so serious at the beginning and then it became, let's do Rodney. No. <laughs> Deborah doesn't even care. She doesn't even... Like, that look was like, I don't care. Hold on, Rodney, what's the next game potentially we're going to see you at? When we go to Stamford Bridge for the men. No, Reading. <laughs> Reading. Watch the men at Stamford Bridge. No, I'm definitely going to the Reading game. Oh, there you go, Reading. Yeah, but I'm trying... Look, I was up at Man in Manchester just this weekend. Oh, you should have come and said hello. I, I walked past the bus stop. I took a picture of it. I don't live there. <laughs> I said, that's where I wait. <laughs> that's where I wait. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, look, it's been great. I'm going to thank everyone who has been uh, with us uh, during this little pod chat, podcast, uh, the Women's Super League review and our Conti Cup Invisible Glory and a little bit of the Women's Super League and a little bit of Manchester United and my fascination for other teams apart from Manchester United. Don't hate, celebrate. Uh, David and Mark, thank you very much. How are you? You good? Don't hate De me. Deborah. Deborah Mark. De well, you think I was horrible to you before? Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> Rodney. Yes. Steve. Brian. Steve. Brian. <laughs> It's terrible. It's terrible. I'm going to go. I'm going to see you guys soon. Please like, share and subscribe and watch it again. Yeah, it'll be yeah. nice to see you, Rodney. It, no, we will. Once we've okay, stopped this, good. we're going to talk anyway. Um, okay. We're going to see you guys very soon. Bye for now. Oh, before we go, I've got a shout out to uh, um, the Middlesbrough Women FC.
See, there you go. Boom. There you go. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll probably go and watch them first, and then come to to LSV. <laughs> I'm flight. I'm flying. 